Sounds familiar, but you know, I feel like all Jewish names kind of sound. Grab your, your microphone right here. I don't know who that is. Oh, you want to do headphones? I thought you said you're no, you're no headphones guy. Okay, I started recording by the way. Well, yeah. uh, you can you start recording without my consent. Wait, I need a. What do you mean? You you when you walked I, into you this just, apartment, you just raped me with podcasting. When you walked into this apartment, you consented to to being recorded. I have that. Are you checking your DMs across the room? I am turning. Bro, turn that shit off. Turning the sound off. You psycho! You're so addicted. You're so addicted to your phone, dude. Are we gonna talk about why I'm addicted to my phone in this very second? Why I might be checking my DMs? Oh, that was a good segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister, Mister guy, (laughs) Mister controversy over here. Um. Yeah, I got officially let go from a podcast on the way to this podcast. It's amazing. It's the circle of life. Yeah. The they heard you were going to be on this podcast. They're like, we can't. Can't handle that heat. Yeah. This See. is the podcast where I, like, I can finally let loose. And basically, I got kicked off the other. I don't know who listens to your podcast. And I have no idea if there's a cross section that listened to my old one. No. Probably not. I mean, like probably two people. Who listens know. to your podcast? Like 20 you, people. Jews? Not yeah, not a, not, a right not a There's lot of people. There's not a big audience. See, that's the thing. The pressure's a lot lower because <laughs> you know not. I don't think I'm investing as much into this podcast in terms of trying to you know push it out there <laughs> as uh, as you're all like you're all you that that had some good production value and like some real you I know. I would say our production value was advertising better than our actual value, uh, and I'm saying that as someone who you know tried as hard as to put to bring value, but um, yeah, you're throwing uh, shade. I'm throwing shade at myself. You're saying too. you're the only reason the podcast was successful? Not at all. Are you saying they're going to tank without you? Wow. Is that what you're this saying? This is a hit piece. No, not at all. Okay. I meant to say that we were figuring things out. We were literally three, it started as three kids who had never done a single podcast in their lives, figuring out what they were doing on the way, right? You fail, you fail more, you fail more. And just happens to be that like five months into that happens little to be. fun project of us failing at this podcast, the the one of the three who's very wealthy decided to seriously bankroll a serious project with high production value. So all of a sudden, us being like, "What are we podcasters? That's ridiculous!" was like, "Oh yeah, we're podcasters on a startup business that has a serious um, investment already in it. That studio is not cheap." Yeah. Our editor, not cheap. My salary, not cheap. I can't believe he paid you. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, bro. Wait, but that's secret though, if right? If you can that's do something the, for know. free, do it for get paid. If you, you can, free? if you can do something for free, get paid. <laughs> I have a tremendous way with words. I don't yeah, know what do. the saying is, but you know what I'm trying to say. I do, I do. I love the way you say because you like look not yeshivish at all, but mm. the way you talk is very yeshivish. Yeah. Like you, like earlier you were saying, oh, I have what to do today. And uh, you just who now you, you said by? who are you staying by? Yeah, who are you, who are you staying by? You know, <laughs> uh, I'm not holding in uh, this realm. You know, you know, for uh, a long time I was like, because obviously, like the way I dress and look, I feel um, you look like a goy. I look like a goy, like yeah. a proper goy. I look like every. I'm not even sure what kind of goy you're going because you got the earrings, which is like very hipster Brooklyn, but then yeah. you got like the the Ram Dodge, right? Hat, so the Rams, which Dodge. is very much like Pennsylvania hick. It's, it's you know? ironic. It's ironic. I'm I'm doing I'm doing oh, a little so that's Bushwick. double hipster. I'm doing a little Bushwick cosplay right now. Yeah, okay. I'm I this iron this symbol of right wing conservatism, Southern, you know, the Dodge Ram hat is actually a homing beacon for bisexual women in Bushwick. That's what this is. That's what the earrings are. That's what my whole life is right now. But I appreciate the fact that I will probably never, nor do I want to erase my yeshivishness. Like it's gonna not. be there, and I love that. That's part of my identity. It, it makes me interesting. 
Hundred percent. You know, risen up girls at the bar. What do you know <laughs> about <laughs> Talmud Bavli? <laughs> so, uh, what block Kamara? How many block Kamara? Where are you holding? Where are you holding? Say yeah. good, say better. Say good, oh, say better. Oh, that's the name of the podcast. Some of your <laughs> brand tie-in. Hey yo. Some of your your fans might not even realize the ins- They might not get the they inside don't. baseball of the they title. Don't. Most the title. most guests who come on this podcast don't even know the name of the podcast. They're like, oh, what's this called? The Ari Shield Show, you know? Well, for all you heathens, the title of this podcast is brilliant because it's Thank if, you. if you went to yeshiva as an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. If you knew what that world was like, then this is brilliant. I redid the logo, too, and there's two little, like, Jewish stars on the, on the sides. They're very, very faint. Mm, so you hate Palestinians. Uh, let's, I mean, let's not say the quiet part out loud, you know, <laughs> no, I think, dude, I've been called an enemy of the Jews for, yeah. for, for guests I've had on this podcast. You know? Oh yeah. You were telling me about my, actually, I mean, the last guest I had was this Israeli former Israeli soldier who was basically saying like, Hey, this is not what we think this is about. Just kind of the obvious thing that anybody with a brain can see. Mm-hmm. But people were telling me, like, dude, you have to – it's not too late to focus your activism on causes that will help the Jewish people instead of turning your back on us. It's like, bro, Jeez. I'm just a guy with a microphone. <laughs> it's like people take it so seriously, you know? I had yeah. – yeah, I don't know. Well, I feel – okay. If I can make it like a somewhat serious statement because, like, the way I've been feeling since October 7th about this sort of thing, about seeing Jews being critical, like JVP or, you know, whatever. There are yeah. Jews out there that are being very loud and vocal and critical of the government, which is a good thing. Um, I think that, like, honestly, for all I needed to see in order to be on board, not necessarily agree, just be on board with, like, oh, let's hear what this Jew, let's hear what Norman Finkelstein has to say about Israel, right? All I needed to be on, be on board was I needed to see you grieving October 7th. If you if you were just like eh, whatever, I just you have not built any trust in me at all. I don't. I no longer care about your opinion. The only thing Norman Finkelstein needed to do to get my vote was to call Bill Maher an ignorant sack of shit. That was all he had that to do. That does make me like him now. Also, <laughs> his voice is very annoying though. But you you hear oh Norman Finkel- I love Norman Finkelstein's voice. Can you do it? Ah uh, oh, fuck. We just had, we had Ami on Ami. I'm sure he can do block. it. He did it perfectly. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not, I'm not a big boy. He's like guy. up here. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it at all. Yeah. Bill Maher is an ignorant sack of shit. Yes, yeah, I don't I can't fucking I'm not a voice. I don't even guy. know Bill Maher enough. I know Bill Maher is good friends with someone who I do like and he has him on the pot all the time. Um I'm I am still a f- big fan of uh He wrote Waking Up. He's like he's a very very atheistic secular Jew who's very into meditation. Huge, huge podcast. What the fuck is his name? Sam Harris? Sam Harris, yeah. I like Sam Harris. Yeah, who doesn't? I guess oh, religious people, a lot of people. No, no, hyper lefties also don't like him. Oh, that's true, because he's like anti-Islam like Islam also or something. He, they, yeah, they, they claim he's Islamophobic. There's also mm. some stuff he's done with like, whatever. There's you can. It's a rabbit hole to go down, but like most people with brains in their head like him. Yeah. But And he seems to like, he seems to hold of, <laughs> he seems to like Bill Maher, so I don't okay. know. Nah, I don't know. What do you do when but someone what, you like like someone you don't? Here's my I don't know. Here's my question for you though. What do, so you're saying like people who weren't grieving on October seventh, you don't trust them. What do <sighs> I gotta do? Rip their shirt open? Like what does that mean? Oh, I don't what does that mean? What does that even mean, dude? Okay. What it means to me is of course as a Jew, I'm the le- I would never like I hate seeing Jews police other Jews. This is how to be a proper Jew, and you're not a proper Jew if you don't believe and agree with all the things I believe and agree with about uh-huh. Israel, which isn't even the current Israeli government is not Judaism, right? That's all very dumb and stupid. It's just, 
I think because so many people, again, as like some who just got kicked off a podcast for being on the left, yeah. and like I've I've felt very oh that's what happened huh kicked off for being on, being too liberal yeah you're yeah. being censored. Oh, the Zionist to... <laughs> media is censoring you. Label Wiener is the Zionist media, and he's trying to put. He's, he's actually being funded by uh, BB. Okay. Mislabel all of mislabeled. Who, you, who do you think bought our cameras? That's BB's money. That's yeah, BB. I hope you know I'm going to clip this. I I sure hope you do, <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that some dumbasses think it's real. Uh, <laughs> all I'm saying, dude, is like I just. I felt kind of like alone for like a few weeks on the left just because there was mm. like people like celebrating October 7th and that felt kind of very fucked up to me because it's like we all know someone who like died that day or we know someone who knows someone. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, like there's just a way to go about this. So at the very least, if you're going to be critical, all I want to see is a little bit of humanity about it and then go off king, like go off queen. But do you slip. think that maybe it's because they're misinformed about what happened the same way there's people celebrating the Israeli attack on Gaza? Like there's people, there's a lot of people fucking like yeah let's what are you go trying to do right now what do you what do you think you're trying to do right now you're trying to broaden my horizons huh is that i'm yeah, just no, i'm just point. i'm just poking i'm just poking it's a good point that's you all know, i'm doing yes yeah, the answer is yes that is possible it doesn't mean i'm gonna be super comfy with it but you're right it's possible yeah i mean listen like you can i mean i quote i've separated myself i think from like the you know super zionist whatever hardcore people that doesn't mean i now have to be like free free palestine from the river to the sea because those people are just as extremist many times. Yeah. Like maybe maybe I would argue that their cause is maybe more just because of the power imbalance and because they have more innocent dead people. But at the same time, I don't know. I feel like From the River to the Sea is the dumbest fucking slogan anybody's ever come up with. Like the fact that these people— Oh, there's people, been dumber slogans. Sure. But like the fact that these people are still like, yeah, we're going to have a state. It's like you're—if you—these the, the these people holding on to dreams of having a Palestinian state— is the dumbest thing ever. Dude, you I lost. just got canceled for being you left. Lost. Now you're going to get me canceled for talking about I don't give a fuck. No, listen like. listen to me. Listen to me. I'll I'll have I'll have right, any, go off Trump. I'll Let's talk to any Palestinian. I'll tell them straight. And it's not it's not a personal thing. It's like I would love for them to have a state. It's just not going to happen. It's just not I don't what, know enough what, about what, the politics of that area to know if that'll happen. It's or not. Israel clearly won. They have so much more power. Yeah, we There's so much more power. The dreams of having power is never going to happen. And at the end of the day, you got to be like, all right, we just care about these people. We want to keep them safe. Right. And, you know, and here's what I would do if I had mind control and I could control everybody uh, in, uh, in, in, you know, all the Palestinians, all the activists, I'd get them all to start chanting. We demand Israeli citizenship. That's what I would get them to start chanting, because if yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they're if that's what their new cause is, then Israel is fucked. Right. You're, you're trying fucked. to help them out. Right now, but when they still fight back and they're still like, "We want our own, we want our own state too," it's like, "You're you're an idiot." You're I'm really gonna. gonna get I, I know I started with the Palestine talk, but I'm literally gonna backpedal so hard because I truly, do it. Backpedal. I just don't. I'm I'm always. I'm afraid of being people finding out. I'm not afraid. I'll say it. I'm I'm an ignorant ignorant on this stuff. Like I just don't. I've done a so am I. By the way, this is all. This is but all you're talking with a lot of confidence right now. I yeah. don't have that confidence on anything regarding that. The only thing I'm confident about is that we shouldn't be bombing the shit out of kids, and Hamas shouldn't be sending people to indiscriminately murder Jews. I'm pretty confident about those two points. Other than that, yeah, I'm just trying to figure shit out. There's so much information. There's so much misinformation. I don't have like hard opinions on this shit. Jesus. Yeah. I was a psychology major, not a geopolitics major. You know. I don't know. Yeah, even if you were, like, what are they really teaching in these colleges? Not Middle East. I mean, I get bisexual studies. Yeah, lesbian. That's what dance. you studied in college. Hey, hey, hey. 
bisexual ladies. Dude, dude, do you remember? I don't know what your like political or just like what your journey's been in terms of like the type of media politically that you, you know, in only Ben Shapiro. Oh, I was, I was gonna say exclusively. It's a very known fact. A lot of guys who are currently pretty on the left, like a lot of good dudes in Brooklyn, walking around with their bisexual earrings, mm-hmm. <laughs> used to be Ben Shapiro fanboys. We all were in high school. At least the Jews were for sure. I grew up. I went to yeshiva. We were all right wing. So I was like. It's just funny to me looking back when, like, Ben Shapiro dropped that line, like, 10 years ago of, like, yeah, so, like, these guys go, I can't do his voice, but, you know, see, these, these these liberals, they're going to college and they're learning what? What are you getting a degree in? Lesbian dance theory? And I thought that was a banger. I was like, yo, this motherfucker's spitting right now. Like, yeah. like put him on a stage. Like, dude, you got a tight five. And, like, you know, you go up and you're like, okay, Ben. Okay, Ben, relax. Yeah. Can I tell you a quick story, though? Oh, on that Please. Thing? Okay. Please tell me a story, Zach Two Adler. Pesachs ago. Two Pesachs. Two Pesachs ago. I was, I was at home with my mother in Detroit, and uh, I was are very you from bored. Detroit? I'm from Cleveland. My mom got Who are you? Detroit. <laughs> Who am I? I'm, I'm a, <laughs> Who onion. am I? I'm a flower with so many layers. So mm. two two Pesachs ago, two two Passovers ago, yeah, I Passover was- Passover for you, Goyim. For you, Goyim. Um, yeah, two Passovers ago, I was in Detroit, bored out of my mind, you know- like it's 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 Cholmoid. It's during and then I I just didn't know what to do. So I I decided to download Tinder, and try to find myself a date in Detroit, you know, and I ended up going out with this this really cool, very cute um, girl who was in art school, and in Detroit, low key has like a good art school randomly. So we go out to this bar. It ended up being a gay like black bar, which I've never been in. Very interesting experience. Um, and we're talking, and I'm like, so what do you do? And she was like, still in school, and she was like. Well, I'm like finishing up at school and my thesis, like my dot, whatever, like the end of your project, her thesis is she is making clothing out of the SCOBY. Do you know what the SCOBY is? That's the thing that makes kombucha kombucha. It's the, it's the, it's the, the bacteria guy. Mm, so the jizz from a vegan. And I just, yeah, I just started laughing so hard because I'm like, that's what like the Fox News Republican uncle thinks liberal kids are doing in college. Like, mm. They're out here making clothing out of kombucha. But you're actually doing it. <laughs> yeah. That's like a lot of the stuff that like people that's what I realized when I got to college. Was like oh all the like accusations or whatever of like that conservative has against liberals, it's like they're all true. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For they, the most part. They just paint they think all liberals are like this one very specific type of yeah. white woman. Uh and they're not. They're not. There's different yeah. kinds. It's also like very much like I don't know, at least like the like extreme kind. I feel like it's a much smaller group. But people are so afraid, oh, you go to college and all of a sudden you're going to be some crazy, you know, vegan eco-terrorist, you know, who's... Uh, are you know, really afraid of that? I don't know. I knew someone in college who was probably... They were afraid that they were going to... No, I'm making stuff up. But, yeah. I, <laughs> but I actually... No, I knew someone in college who I think would be like, a, like an eco-terrorist if she had the opportunity. You went to real college, right? Yeah. Let's get to know each other. You did go to real college. You yeah. went to like an actual... Very Jewish, but still... Real yeah. college, Binghamton, right? Yeah. I did not. Where'd you go? I'm almost embarrassed to say it out loud on a podcast. You went to Landers, didn't you? I did go to Landers, yes. Yeah, I was trying to find your email earlier. I found you on LinkedIn. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I went to, you up I went to Toro. Mic. I went to Landers. And I truly, like, more than anything, feel like I miss out on the college. To me, college is so many things I like about life put into one. Yeah. Because it's the... The best. It's the only place where it's like... You're you're just being molded as a person, and you get to go to this place of higher learning where you will probably learn about veganism and about the Middle East, or mm-hmm. maybe you'll learn about lefty politics or right wing politics. You're, you're gonna like find out ideas that you had never encountered before, and at the same time, it's also the number one possible place to get laid. 
Mm-hmm. You're going to A, wrestle with ideas, and also hopefully get some pussy. That's insane that that comes together. Yeah. Biggest party of all time and most ideas thrown at you ever in your life that you're not used to. It's pretty sweet. Was that called... Was any of that your cause? I mean, I definitely didn't get laid as much as I had hoped to, but, <laughs> you know. But, but was it ideas? Idea, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like this intellect. I was, like, doing computer science and, like, but you didn't I have, didn't really... What about, like, elective classes? Like, uh, I took acting classes were fun. That, did, like, theater, that's fucking you know? cool. Yeah, that was sick, honestly. Yeah. I was just doing theater and shit and, like, sketch gay. comedy and, uh, oh, I'm so gay, dude. Do you do you uh, have an affinity for theater, out, meaning outside Love of... Love it. So, like, outside of stand-up, you would like to be on a stage performing? Yeah. I'm, I'm taking an acting class, actually. Hell yeah. Starting in a couple of weeks. You're a, you're a thespian. I'm a thespian. Yeah. One of the coolest words ever to say. It's the best. But if you say it yeah. in a regular conversation about it's yourself, actually, people will think you're yeah, I'm do, a actually, I'm doing, virginous um, virgin. I'm doing, like, an acting workshop at the Moishi House nice. this Sunday. Which Moishi House? The Upper West Side. Oh, sure. I've I don't know if there's still spots. You should try to get into it. It should be fun. Free. I have no acting background, but I'm down. Neither do I mean I guess I technically do, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was like the I was like the it was funny, so like the first class I took, I loved it. I like the te- like I just it was great. I got an A, it was like I was really having a lot of fun. And then like the second class I took was like with like in that because that was all intro level, like kinda you know, people who were taking it as an elective. Yeah. And then the second one was all theater majors and me. <laughs> so I was like way out of my depth. Like yeah. these people were like literally having like emotional breakdowns in front of us and we would all like sit and like just like hold space you would hold oh, space for them, you know. That sounds these so awkward really, though. I, I mean you gotta it was, get over that to be an actor. No, but it's like it's incredible. Like that's the whole point. You know, right. but it is very like when you say they were having, yeah, you know, that. when you, yeah. when you, when, when, when you say that they were, people were having emotional breakdowns in front of you during this class, like actual emotion breakdowns or they were acting out someone having an emotional breakdown and it was believable. That's the thing. That's the thing with acting, Zach. Oh God, is it's got to be real? No, I'm serious. I'm like not. I'm not like it's. You sad. have to it's, feel the emotions your character are feeling. In it's that yeah, but that's the thing. It's it's not if. A real actor is really experiencing that thing. Like if somebody is crying and they're really like upset, they're feeling that thing. It's not it's not like they're inside their brain controlling it like they're playing a video game, like they press a button and then all of a sudden it's like they are going through that thing. That's what acting is. Whoa. You know? Living truthfully under imaginary circumstances. Look at me being all intellectual yeah. on you now. No, you I know? like this. Living truthfully. And that's not something that I'm it's necessarily so great though, at. Because if that so was true, classes. then how come so many like rappers are in movies? <laughs> Do uh, they all yeah. happen to be like you know what I mean? Like why is every musician also end up being a good actor? Well, I think performers in general when they're when you can like put, you know, pour your heart and soul into a performance mm. and you can especially if the story is like about their life or something, you know. Mm. And they really feel that in the moment. They're really trying to I like... Do, I do think that like being... There's obviously an amount of theater to being a musician. Being in a rock band, being 100%. a rap... For sure. Like, you know, when... Ra- you, you write a song. Radiohead writes, you know, some song that like will rip your heart out. But he wrote it in his college dorm room 20 years ago. When he performs it, like he... I'm sure he's doing something that actors do. If he's trying to have a good performance, he's trying to literally feel those emotions again sure. fresh. Uh, probably a very hard thing to do. I don't know. Not if you're Radiohead. Your name is Radiohead. I was just you talking know? to my friend today about this dumb thing that all like critically acclaimed bands do. I'm a music nerd. 
Yeah. They all do the same thing. You look like a music nerd. Good. That <laughs> very happy you said that. Good. Good. I'm glad my my external is showing my internal. But yeah. They all do this thing. I've never like, met a guy with earrings who doesn't have strong opinions about bands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually working on having less strong opinions on everything and just more appreciation. Like I was 100% around the same time I was a Ben Shapiro fanboy. I was also a music snob. I was, I was a total snob. I'd be like, oh, it's not indie. Oh, it's not rock. Oh, it's not. A, oh, they don't play instruments. Like, what is it? The fuck you. Oh, pop, pop girlies. Taylor Swift. I only listen to classical violin. I only listen to whale noises and the whales have to be signed by sub pop records, you know? And it's just, I've gone past that. Like, yeah. I just appreciate everything now. I Most of the music I listen to now, honestly, I think I would have been somewhat embarrassed. But, like, it wasn't cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. Not most, but a good portion. Yeah. Mm. Dude, I fucking love pop. I love pop music. I love. Why not? A juicy fat hook that was designed to make me feel things. Hell yeah. yeah. I love lyrics that I can understand that say a story. Sue me. You know? Sure. I love that. And I also I love EDM, which it, it's never really that intelligent, right? EDM's just I would just argue a lot of the time it's not even music. Uh well, you'd be wrong. <laughs> what what's that, what, what music you listen to? Uh, all kinds of music. I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of Israeli music lately. You were playing it when so, I came in. Yeah. To be in solidarity. Oh, you think with, yeah, I was gonna uh, say you, you think know? you can just be criti- you think you can you know? praise Norman Finkelstein and then just play some Israeli music and that goes away? Hundred percent. When did I when did I praise Norman Finkelstein? I just liked that he called Bill Maher an ignorant sack of shit. That's you know fair enough. Uh, the or, the audience <laughs> that's like the one word <laughs> Norman Finkelstein. I saw him live at the Comedy Cellar actually. Norman, Norman Finkelstein. Finkelstein. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't doing stand up. It was him and Cornell West. They did this, like, Cornell West is running for president. He's not going to win, but he's running for president, and he's got great, he's got a great hair transplant. His hair looks (laughs) fucking incredible, dude. He's got, like, the Einstein hair, whatever, he looks so smart. Um, But (laughs) He asked for the smart hair package. Yeah, right? But uh, that dude, I mean, be cool to see him run, but... um, I was with I was with some people I think really want him to be president and after the thing immediately I was like there's no way that dude is gonna be president <laughs> they got super cold I, and so I was like all right what what you're saying right now sounds like it came out of Rick and Morty television what are yeah. you talking about that Norman Finkelstein and why were they doing bro that? I swear to God they did like why a political rally at the at comedy the cellar? cellar yeah it wasn't even sold out upset? What do you mean? No. Imagine taking your girlfriend out for a night of comedy. No, they knew it was advertised oh, as a political oh, event. Bro. I thought nobody they going. Were like, nobody. Oh, we've got a walk-in. It's Norman Finkelstein during a tight five about Israel is an apartheid state. Yeah. Bangers. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't billed as a comedy show. It wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like Godfrey oh, went out and like was all right now Norman Finkelstein. Oh Bill Maher is a sack of shit, shit. You know Crowd goes Loses their mind yeah, right? That's do, the thing of, do Bill Maher Dude They're like yelling Dude like, if Cornell West He couldn't even sell out The comedy seller If he can't sell out The comedy seller He's not gonna win A fucking election You know No There's only That's room accurate. There's only room For one black guy Named West in the White House Yeah <laughs> My boy That's Kanye Dude I think he's gonna be president I swear to god I hope he does I'm convinced Wait okay, what <laughs> Yeah, you I hope he, he does. Yeah, yeah. I don't hope he does. I no. just think he will be. I'm a doomer when it comes to pres- specifically presidential elections. But like you just to say presidential? No, I'm a doomer. You I, that mean you hope I want Trump for to be president. I want to be Trump. I want Trump to be president. That's a lot of people. My liberal no, Muslim no, friend. I, yeah. I disagree with almost all of his politics. Uh-huh. I just I'm a doomer, and this is where my nihilism comes out. Is I'm just like we're, we're gonna be fucked anyways. The president's a puppet. Neoliberalism is gonna it's gonna do what it's gonna do. Let's just get the funniest guy on. Right now, Trump is the funniest guy. If Kanye has a real chance, Kanye's he way becomes funnier. the new fun. Exactly. He's way funnier That's than Trump. That's what I'm saying. He and Trump is the so funny. Funniest person. 
So I just want the funniest guy to win. If uh-huh. a if a if a if a, if a more left person was fucking hilarious, I would want that person to be president. Mm-hmm. They're not. Bill, not Bill. What uh, Biden is. People are like, oh, Biden's funny. He's not that funny. He's not funny he's, at all. No, what I mean, he's not even that funny to make fun of. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen some good impressions of him. Yeah. yeah Trump is, is a... I'll watch Trump. I was watching Trump clips today. Yeah. I, I that, that man, he just let him cook. He says yeah. the dumbest but You're funniest You're so things. based, dude. I'm so based. <laughs> Why is it that it's crazy? That's like a crazy... It's like an almost crazy thing to say is I find Trump hilarious. I'm mostly laughing yeah. at him. I don't like his politics. If you... You completely have lost me in a conversation politically if you're like... I would, I can never laugh at anything Trump does. Yeah, you're missing out on a lot of joy. You're also just being. It's like there's this certain thing because he really connects with people in the middle of the country. Like, in like yeah. if you go to like you know out there where people are fucking farming, they all fucking love Trump. They get that he's like the funniest thing ever because he just talks like because he talks like one of them. Yeah, well, I mean, not even he talks like a like a New York douchebag. <laughs> like he doesn't. Nobody talks. I guess they him. like New York douchebags. I mean, they they like because he kind of he resonates with I don't know. That's so funny. Wait, that's so fun. I never thought of that. He's he talks and acts like a New York douchebag. He presents as New York douchebag, and yeah. all those middle of the country people who love him are the same type of people who go, "I can never move to New York. Everyone's so mean there. They're such douchebags in New York." Yeah. You love this guy because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you need one of them to you know to 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 to, to, to battle the other in New York. He did like he literally bags. did a tight three at one of his. Like rallies recently Everything like, he does Is stand up comedy He But this was like All tight. He had like bit 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 Sure it was, it was on Biden And it was about He was like When I was president I really can't do Trump So I apologize In advance Like when I'm so don't do it Nope too- <laughs> Alright do it Do it Sorry do it <laughs> Don't shit on my dreams Of doing a bad Trump impression <laughs> He's like When I'm president Everything was fine Things were much cheaper The lemonade didn't kill anyone yeah, I'm yeah, president yeah. The lemonade's killing people When life hands you lemons Joe Biden will kill you with it Like it's it, yeah. I'm just like Dude's mo- He's really doing I was about to say Malish Dude's doing tie fives Mamish. He's doing tie fives I love him for that Yeah That's like the thing Also like people are like Oh what about all the Sexual assault allegations It's like What does that have to do With running a fucking country Like I get it He's a bad person Like okay He's a rapist Okay Yeah don't invite him to dinner You know so it's I, like I when you only have a hit, choice between him and one other guy, it's like at the end of the day, no one's going to be. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what I think. I'm right. saying that's what they think. Yeah. That's what uh, people, you know. No, 100 percent. Also, people just don't believe shit. It's like I you do know? think that like the way a president acts, the end of the day, if a president does like messes up sexually, like does something immoral, like with Clinton, with the Monica Lewinsky thing. Mm. It main it mainstreams that thing. now. The president's doing it, it mainstreams it. Yeah, I do think that this is like you're saying a mainstream sexual rabbi assault put into my head. But I I had rabbis tell me this, like Rabam tell me this back when I was in Shiva, and I think I still agree with them. Yeah, like I had a, 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 a rabbi who who did vote for Clinton, thought Clinton was good for Israel, good for the Jews, good for America. He liked Clinton. He says, "I wish I could take my vote back because I I'm upset that I helped put someone in office that mainstream sexual misconduct." Like oh, alone. high and mighty rabbi. Oh, I feel so bad that my vote helped put Bill. Oh, I take responsibility. I'm so. What do a you fu- think it's good for a what country? A, what a martyr. Do you think it's good for a country is. to be run by people who sexually assault people? It's it's not good for morale. It's not good. Were you saying Clinton's or Trump? Sex? No, Trump. Yeah. Let's talk about Trump. It's not good for a country to be run by people who cheat on their wives and possibly do things with them without consent. It's not. Harvey Weinstein could be the best president in the world. He should not be president. It's not good for morale of a country or the morality. Yeah. 
This is For not sure. a crazy state. But let's be real, though. Let's be real. Is that worse than somebody who kills people? Oh, you're saying because presidents kill people? Because presidents kill people. It's more direct. If Obama himself was going out and shooting people, okay, that's one thing. It was drone strikes. It barely counts as killing people. <laughs> barely it's counts. like it's like weird how we like literally like sexual uh, violence is considered worse. Often, it's like treated yes. worse than murder. Yes, you know. Yes, I think uh, it's because the victims mean, are still you know alive. How many movies are made about literally exonerating murderers. Tony Soprano yeah. is a beloved television character who murders people for a living. Sometimes, like it's part of his, it's a, it's an occupational hazard. But if he were to rape someone, he would not be a beloved. That's true. Person, yeah. This is. I'm glad you brought that because that always rubbed me the wrong way. They're both bad. Yeah. One's actually wor- the murder. One's actually worse. Yeah, what but I feel like Tony never really kills anybody that doesn't deserve it in some way, right? Um, and there are characters who I do kill never somebody. Saw the Sopranos. You never watched The Sopranos, and you're coming here. You got a pi- you got opinions, got opinions about everything. Baby. I'm a Jew. You got opinions about The Sopranos, dude. I haven't watched a lot of great movies in television. I've never seen The Wire. I I saw Breaking right. Bad last. Let's year. stop this podcast right now. <laughs> Let's watch all watch. six seasons of The Sopranos. That's uh, that's insane, dude. Oh man, I don't know. Right now, I'm watching. I'm actually watching two HBO shows right now. Oh, what are you watching? You're gonna laugh because they're old as fuck. I'm a late bloomer to this stuff. I'm just now watching Game of Thrones. I haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. Okay, well, you should know that they start the incest I, in episode one. Yeah, and I actually, that's, I watched like the first two seasons a while ago. Oh. But and I'm watching Entourage, which oh, nice. is Entourage. really, really fun. And I'm really, I promise I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to get women to like me. It does, it is almost like, who wrote this? Like, it's written by a horny eighth grader sometimes. Yeah, it's the best. It's really dumb sometimes. The best. But everything That's what that, makes it so good. <laughs> but everything that comes out of Ari Gold's line uh, deserves to be, uh, mouth deserves to be in a museum. Yeah. Every word he says in that show. Yeah. Museum quality. I love when people go, oh, Ari, like Ari Gold. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Do you think he's like, pivot? Is he like that in real life? Like, Maybe I kind of need bit. Ari Gold. I bet he is a little bit. I feel like I've seen some of his stand-up, and it's kind of... Piven does stand-up? Yeah, dude. Dude, I did not know. I think Ellie Leibowitz performed with him. I might be remembering this wrong. Piven? Yeah. I am so... I had no idea he did stand-up. Yeah. I could see him being... If if he... An Ari Gold type would murder at stand-up. I mean, maybe. He'd have to be really good, you know? Yeah. Not just being the type... But he's, the he's like fuck? word associations. Who the fuck is calling You're me? taking calls mid-podcast? No, That's I'm, extremely I'm, unprofessional. I'm, I'm silencing... Excuse me, we're in the middle of a riveting discussion of Jeremy Piven's stand-up career. I think it actually was somebody who was trying to give me a gig, but it's fine. No, no, no. <laughs> I know, I, I hate it. I hate when people answer the phone in the middle of the podcast. It drives me fucking nuts. Dude, I, I will say, this is the only shade I'll throw at my old podcast on this pod right now, is, like, Label would, technically speaking, he was my boss. Like, he ran the podcast, and I was, like, a contractor worker. But, like, our podcast wasn't a very, like, slick professional. Like, I'm saying the energy on our podcast was very relaxed. Like, Rogan. What happens on Rogan when someone needs to take a piss? They, they get up and they take a piss. And Joe either just talks to Jamie for a bit or the other people talk to each other. Who cares? Yeah. Or they pause, but, you or, know. You know, or, or they're Ari Shafir and they're on uh, Protect Our Parks and you pee in a bottle. But what a, what well, a, I love Ari. What a, <laughs> what a dirty Jew. Oh, uh, the worst. <laughs> the <laughs> really, worst truly, kind. Truly, Ari Shafir is putting, pulling us back like Oh, years. my God. Ter- it's t- terrible. Terrible. I think I, he's a psyop by Hamas. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I accidentally I got an episode of his podcast taken down because he 
had my friend's grandparents on his podcast okay. and I found it and I sent it to him. I was like, oh, look how cool this is. He, my friend told his mom and she freaked out and Ooh. asked him. And she's a lawyer and she asked him to take it down. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So you fucked with his career. Good job. All right. I'm the reason that his career is in a downturn. <laughs> he, he really is. He's like this grumpy, dirty Jew, and I'm kind of here for it. Do you know yeah. what the Chosen Comedy Festival was? I'm sure some of your yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're probably going to try want to play it next year or whatever. Eventually. It's you know, a weird. Sashem. It's a weird situation. Yeah. It, nothing quite like hearing comedians that you know doing uh, jokes about like anal in front of what's probably someone's sixth grade Rebbe. It's a very <laughs> weird situation. <laughs> very weird. Oh my but God. Ari gets up there this year and he, homeboy wasn't even trying. Homeboy was not even trying. He gets up and all the other headliners like um, for, uh, Jeff Rose Ross, Masters. Jeff Modi, Ross did 30 Elon minutes. Gold. Modi's doing 30 minutes. He gets up there. He does a six minute bit on diarrhea. Walks off. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Fucking king. Oh my God. Just doesn't beyond dialing it in. And it wasn't even a good bit. It was an unfunny bit that was mostly just gross. I was like, Ari, you never change. <laughs> you didn't do anything. I guess. I don't know. Wouldn't you rather him have given a good show? <laughs> like, yes, of course I would rather him like, give a good show. Like no, that's, was, that's shitty. That's like a shitty thing to do, no? I, it was uh, very – I wonder if someone pissed him off. I actually wonder if he like was getting revenge. Like I wonder if the promoters either like fucked him out of some money for the show or whatever. Because either he was high off his rocker. Be a bad person, be real? or C doing revenge. I looked at, I saw pictures from that festival. He looked like he was high out of his mind. Yeah, like I wasn't there. I didn't see just from the pictures, just looking at his face. I think he was just regular high. He was just like, he was just like he was just on some weed. But like, I think he was fine. Uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Ross kills it every year, though. You could actually tell like yeah. Ross enjoys doing this like schlock, like pandering to the like the Jews and the Orthodox. Like he loves it. He actually really likes it. I think his parents yeah. really like He brings his parents every year. Oh, uh, yeah. He makes a big show of, like, he's with his, like, elderly Jewish parents. Where was it? Coney Island, right? That Coney Island amphitheater. A friend yeah. of mine was, like, really trying to get me to go, and I was Your like, friend yeah. Ellie did, did, uh, did, did a Oh, set. yeah, Ellie Woods. Yeah, I, he was I on missed it. his set. He wasn't the one who was trying to get me to go. It was, no. I, don't, I think I might have met him after. I don't know. But, um. Uh, yeah, that, the, the person. Great. The, the The best set I ever saw there was, um, was easily, uh, who's the, uh, he he's he's got a huge Broadway play. It just Alex ended. Edelman. Alex killed, killed. Why is everybody always sucking this guy's cock? Everybody's obsessed with I Alex be, Edelman I think because he's really good. Because he's really I good. I think he's like actually mm. good. Yeah, he's like really, I've, I've Also, I've talked with him. He's such a nice, easy I'm person sure he's to talk very to. Nice. He's like the opposite energy of. I tried saying hi to Dave Attell after after oh, yeah? chosen, and it was like talking to a sewer rat. He was just like <laughs> skewered away. He was. It was like a deer in the headlights. He was like, oh, human, get away. Yeah. Dude, Alex, I just, I mean, Alex Edelman, I'm sure he's fucking incredible. He had this huge Broadway run. He went to my high school, actually. But the amount of times I was barking for a show, trying to get people to come to one of my shows, the amount of times they said, oh, sorry, I can't right now, but I just saw Alex, Alex Edelman, Edelman on Broadway. Have you seen him? He's great. The amount of times I've run into that is just, I'm sure he's, in that. I'm sure he's great. He's, I'm sure he's, really he's a funny. fucking killer. He's really yeah. funny. He's really sure. funny. He's also... He is the type of like lefty, like hey Alma likes doing stuff with him. He is so safe for Who? like he's very safe. Hey is Alma, it? do you not know what hey Alma is? No. Okay, well I'm not, I can't get into that now. That'll, that'll be off <laughs> pod. I, I can't explain what that is. Hey Alma? What hey Alma. 
Hey we'll Alma. On Instagram afterwards, yeah. You think hey my Alma. you think my listeners know what this? You just drop this thing. You're like, oh, I can't explain Somebody, it now. I don't. You have eight. We listeners. can't get I don't into know it. They know what they we know can't about. get into. Hey, I have twenty listeners. <laughs> you so uh, you you ignorant sack of <laughs> shit. You, you Bill Maher. You, you regular think, Bill Maher. Oh, you think because you were you used to be on mislabeled? You're some big podcast I'm guy swinging my podcast dick around. Oh, this isn't good enough for you. You need uh you know a twenty billion dollar studio. Yeah, mislabeled. We've got we've got a, a nice bottle of. Uh, Fuck, I can't even think of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're not, you're nice? I don't know. You're the Woodford one Reserve. We got Woodford oh, Reserve. Oh, Woodford Reserve. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fancy schmucks over here. Dude, Alex is... Ben Shapiro he's, wannabes. He's, he's, he's... Like, right now, comedians really fall into, like, a few categories. And there's, like... there's To me, there's really two categories. Uh-huh. There's... You're, you would go on Kill Tony, and there's... You would not go on Kill Tony. Yeah. Alex Edelman would not go on Kill Tony. And that's yeah. fine. I love his comedy. And I... John Mulaney would also probably not go on Kill Tony. He, I don't know. I feel like I feel like his image is a little bit more, clean, just like a break from that, like that. The Kill Tony represents like a real like fuck it anything kind of goes yeah. dark, super politically incorrect, inappropriate boys club, pot you know comedy. Yeah, I would go on Kill Tony. Of course, I would too. Of yeah. course, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love to go on Kill Tony. I, I I would do both, but yeah. I was I was actually just watching um, this old clip of Bill Burr on Kill Tony, mm. and he's just attacking the entire premise of the show. It's so <laughs> funny. And then he actually kind of like attacks Tony directly, and Tony, he kind of you see his tail go between his legs, and he's just like, "Well, this is the path that I have to take." All right, the next bucket, but like he was Whoa. like almost like sad that like this guy, this like big looming figure, Honestly, is like attacking Bill. You know? Bill and Louis C.K. Both of them. I've watched a lot of interviews with both of them on yeah. people's podcasts and shit. They're they're like asshole. They're asshole. Like they're really, they're but in asshole. the best way possible. They're so funny, and I'm not saying they're bad guys. I don't, you know, whatever. Like, I mean, Lucy might actually be a bad guy, but you know, if you're an attractive woman, Bill Burr to me seems like genuinely like a good, like he's he seems actually like a good trying guy, to be but a I'm good telling guy. You, you know, he like he really does not mind making people feel uncomfortable. Sure, okay, but that's like, but like you know, antagonistic. Like, why are you being antagonistic? Why are you going on Tony's show and making him feel bad? Because he's because the whole point is because they were bullying somebody else. He was oh. sticking up. He was sticking up. Okay. Yeah, that's sticking up for the, Oh, he was okay. sticking up for the guy. He was like, because first of all, the way they used to play the music, it was like like da 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 and like it would like it's almost like an opposite of energy before the thing. It's like it sounds like they're gonna fail. So right. he's like, oh, you set him up for failure. Like that's a mulligan on this one, you know. And then Tony was like, no, he actually sucked. And he was just, I don't want to go through the whole thing. He's like, oh, there's the the nugget of negativity, you know, between the ray of sunshine, you know. There's, uh, it was just like, oh, brutal, yeah, brutal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Tony, be brutal, yeah. Guys, all right, he's not that bad. He's not that bad. What are you talking about? Brutal. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I'm gonna leave, you know, one more, and then I'm out of here. I mean, Tony's also an ass. Tony kind of does deserve some to. Apparently, in real life, apparently he's like the nicest guy. Well, you know, you know what says a lot for Tony's character is just how much he nurtures these young comedians like David Lucas and Hans Kim. He goes to their houses for Thanksgiving. Like, he is invested emotionally and financially in their careers, and I yeah. think that's fucking dope. Good for him. I mean, Hans Kim would not really have anything without him. You know? Uh, I heard a few a years ago, theory. A few years ago, Hans Kim was sitting in that chair in this apartment. Doing nothing, you a know. Certain someone who may or may not be the host of this podcast has a certain conspiracy. Have you talked about your conspiracy theory about Hans Kim and Tony? Oh, I, about how it's like a power trip for Tony because the whole it's, punk it's gang also thing. like part of his apology tour for like being. Oh being yeah, gay. I mean it's not it's not even a conspiracy theory. It was like very clear that that's what happened. 
It was right I, after the. It was right after would, Tony himself would probably say, "No, that's not it at all. I just think he's talented." Sure. No, listen, Hans is talented. I think Hans is very funny. I'm not trying to shit on Hans, um, but he clearly got very lucky with the timing and yeah. him getting canceled. The whole. I, I want to get Punk Dang on the podcast, but I also don't want it to be like, "Hey, I want you on just to talk about this one thing." I want because he's a comic, and I want to. He would be him. offended by that. Yeah. Um. I don't know if he'd be offended necessarily, he but like he I wouldn't want that to be his whole life. So. Exactly, I I wouldn't. It's it's more for me. Just I wouldn't want. It would feel like uh, I don't know. It's like I don't want to. It's like this one thing that happened years ago. It's like I want to because he's a good comic. I want to have him on get to know because he has a lot more about him about his experience in China. Like he talks a lot about China and like yeah. different cultural differences. You know, it's an interesting guy, Peng Dang. But, I'm uh, so sorry. My ADHD just caught sight of something and I need to discuss catch? it. What'd you, what'd you say, bro? Is that a GameCube? That is a GameCube. Dude, we are GameCube brothers. Yes, sir. I have a GameCube sitting on my TV. Oh, let's fucking as well. go. Well, I bought mine with my bar mitzvah money. Nice. Many, many years ago, and I still play Super Smash Bros. Melee on the regular. My mom like gave away my GameCube years ago, so I bought another one. Good for you. This is one that I bought as an what adult. Do you, what do you play on it? Like, what's your games? I don't play on it. Oh. I just, I mean, like, I have like Smash, Smash Bro and Mario Kart. You know, Mario Kart's ass. Dude, it's I like don't play video games anymore. It's so sad. It is sad. Like I want to stick. One like, of my I'm New Year's resolutions is to play more video games. And yeah. here's why: before you're like, "What? Well, that's a dumb resolution." No, I already work out daily. I already do a lot of things that are yeah. good. Yeah. Guess what? I also spend too much time on my phone. I would rather be playing a video game than watching TV or scrolling on my phone. It's more. Yeah. It's more active. It's more. You're using your brain, your muscles, and your kind of sort of. I mean, but I, what I would want it, I would want it to be like streaming. Because to me, that feels like it's not just like a waste of time. It's like, you know, it could be engaging with Well, you know people, what Gary you know? Vee said to Mislabeled when we did a podcast with him? You did a podcast with Gary Vee? Bro, you need to do your research on your guests. Yo, put your dick back in your pants, bro. No, I, it's, it's literally too big. I can't. It's so big. <laughs> it, I add an inch every time we interview the celebrity, and Gary Vee added four inches. Goddamn. Um, he told us that if he would, right now, if he was starting anything in media, and that includes a podcast going on YouTube, anything at all, he'd be like, I would be streaming. Constantly, he's like, mm. "That is the future." I would, I would be putting most of my energy into streaming and forgetting about everything to, to the detriment of everything else. Just streaming. Interesting. Yeah. So you should be live streaming all the time, which is sure, maybe that's good advice. But my God, the artist in me thinks that is so. That's like the death of entertainment. Because what? Hear me out. I got. There's an opinion coming. All of my favorite YouTube. Videos like I grew up on old classic YouTube, but I consider to be classic YouTube. Shane Dawson before he fucked cats, uh, Nigahiga, you know, all these other guys. Can you still say that? <laughs> you can say it because it's his <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> he disappeared. He did, yeah. I think because he just wanted to be happy. But yeah, I mean, uh, he's probably well, filthy his other, fucking rich. Dude, one of my favorite YouTubers became a Buddhist monk. That's how much he disappeared. But, uh, Kev Jumba. But what I'm trying to say is these guys used to be, if you wanted to do something good on YouTube, Smosh, you would. Plan something out. It was theater. It was it was it was it was written. It was it was clever. It was a production. You you did takes until it was right. And now mm -hmm. what gets big on what's big on YouTube? Vlogging. Everything's just vlog. Everything's like casual, which is fine. Podcasts are casual. Hey, David Dobrik is a savant. My 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 most he also plans guilty it all pleasure out. is I have seen every single David. Dobrik. I, David Dobrik's amazing. I, I, his content is addicting. As yeah. Well get out. But what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I just think live streaming is too casual. That is too. Uh -huh. It's there's no more. It can't be art if there's like there's no plan. I'm not saying what I'm saying, right? I just think that there's creators should be working on like writing and producing a thing that they made 
you know, that's like the sort of content that I really always used to speak to me. And now it's like, oh, I'm just a fun person or a funny person or a, a good musician. So I'm just going to leave a camera on forever. And like, you'll, you'll tune in when you, too casual. I want artifice. I want a stage. I want framing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want a product. You make a product. Make a single product that has a beginning and end. Okay, that rant over it. Maybe I don't know. Do you agree with that at all? Nah, just I'll consume whatever. You I'm a content watch a whore. Stream? I'm a content whore. I mean, I don't really watch streaming. I just like don't. But I don't. I, I watch like, like a boomer. I feel I like I watch the dumbest shit. I watch these watch? like. Um, I love watching these like. Uh, NBA 2K videos where these guys do like rebuild challenges and shit. I, dude, I love, I'll like eat breakfast and like watch one of these videos. I fucking love it. It's so dumb. And it's me and 10 year old kids. I love that. I'm like the only person with a bald spot who's watching these fucking videos. <laughs> it's like me and literally people, prepubescent boys. I feel are like watching that's most videos. people who play video games online are mostly playing against prepubescent boys as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. Prepubescent boys really have a bit of a monopoly on the like. Dude, content of the internet. Yeah, I mean that's Jake Paul's in, entire audience. That's what you're going for, you know. That's kind of I mean, at a yeah. certain point. Like, really, if you want to be like, but you gotta go really to twelve year old boys. The, yeah, you want to kind of reach. You want to reach the youth. You know, hey, work for the church. You want to reach out and touch the youth is what you're trying to do with this thing. Yeah, <laughs> you really. You're just. If you want to make it in Hollywood, at some point, you just really gotta take your hand out of its sleeve and really just reach across the aisle and. Touch a child. Yeah. Touch a young boy and uh, capture his attention yeah. and his innocence. 100%. You want to change them forever. <laughs> you want to make content so good that they'll need therapy. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's Andrew Tate. It's like most of his followers are probably children. 14-year-olds. You know, yeah. It's all boys going through puberty or 14 whatever. 14-year-olds you know? and cash-advanced dudes from that used to go to Yeshiva <laughs> that are in their 30s. Cash-advanced dudes in their 30s watch Andrew Tate and then 14-year-old boys. Oh, my God. So, so Do you think scummy. he has any I really want to meet Truly Want to meet I would want to go on a first date Just to know what it's like To date a female Andrew Tate stan I want to know what, what they're like What's that about They're doing it for the views No I want someone Who's like earnest about it They're like Someone no, who like, just watches Andrew Tate for fun Like because they agree with him uh, And like think he's a cool dude Yeah cool I mean guy. like Let's be real though A lot of the stuff he says Is is correct you know, I can't tell if you're baiting me right now. I'm but saying no. It's a lot not of even going to work on me because I don't nah, know enough listen, of what he says. I yeah, just know the a lot of it is literally just like you should work hard and you should be in shape. That's like uh, like ninety percent of what he's. That's about. actually violence. <laughs> and Telling people they should be in shape is yeah, violence. And then there's some stuff about like you know a woman should be subservient to a man or whatever. That's like and all the, right. There's <laughs> that's you can it's debatable. We can we can have a discussion about that. All every single right wing grifter of all time does the same thing which is they speak to mostly young men yeah and they tell them things that are 100% true like you should take responsibility for your life yeah uh you might be a loser and being a loser doesn't feel good but you can do active things that will make you less a loser and you should exercise all those things are so true and then they always throw in some insane <laughs> bullshit like real bullshit and like misogyny and like just other things that make that are like brain rot. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. surprise me that he says true things. Every single dude that griffs and 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 100%. says awful things says true things. I mean, also the whole thing about like the Matrix, like it's not wrong. There is a Matrix, you know. There is a whole. There's you know. There's people. You know. There's like. Are is there? You know. I don't know. Look, we know Jews run everything, but I don't think there's a Matrix. 
it's not not like a literal thing, but it's like you know when you like go into like a like a job every day and you're like there's like a you know like a company a company is a matrix in a sense where you're like putting in this you sound you know I don't know man you don't believe in like uh, you know the matrix I don't believe in shadow government I don't believe in the matrix now I don't know about shadow government. I believe that there are systems in place in America and in the world abroad that kind of suck and that make certain people that's all sp- I mean yeah yeah that's a that's a leftist talking point that is sure that's not that's just funny that Andrew that's Tate what I'm is, saying like most of, talking point. most of the stuff is like you know it's obvious yeah it's obvious that you should try it's, to be in shape that you should take responsibility for it yourself it's obvious that you that should work out regularly is, the system is not trying to help you yeah you know it is 100% obvious to anyone with a brain in their head it is obvious that you should be working out. It is obvious that you should that you should work on your own masculinity and your own self-respect before respecting others. Masculinity, I don't know about whatever, that. Whatever, self-respect. And it is obvious so toxic, that, 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 that Jews run the Matrix and the control through secret cabals. Well, yeah. That's... That is obvious. If your eyes are open, if your eyes are open, if you're a sheep, fine. But if All your right, eyes Kanye. are open, it is obvious. He's going to be president, dude. My friend works like at it's a, funny we're joking uh, about this, but also like he's obviously not gonna be president. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said, dude. I'll make you a bet right now. You want to bet a hundred bucks? He ran. Remember, he got like point five percent. I'll the make vote. you a bet right now. Hundred bucks that by twenty twenty eight, Kanye West will be president. Bullshit. Yeah, I'll you want to make, make a bet? bet live on the podcast. Shake by hands. Twenty twenty eight. By twenty twenty eight. All right. Yeah, I'll I now have seven hundred dollars on this. <laughs> um, uh. My friend, okay. I've, I've made two thousand dollars gambling in my life, so I'm, I'm playing with house money. I've still. made thirty bucks. Nice. Uh, oh, so my friend today, he was telling me that he works. I have a friend who works as a. He's like a computer programmer at uh, Bloomberg, huge uh-huh. company, big fat fancy building in Manhattan, very financially right. I've just, heard of Bloomberg. Okay, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm setting a scene, bro. I know you've heard of it. <laughs> I don't know who your eight fucking dumbass <laughs> listeners are. I've never heard of Bloomberg. They're reading the the Oklahoma Press. <laughs> and he's he's an Orthodox Jew, this friend of mine. And he there's a, there are a few Orthodox Jews that work at Bloomberg, duh. And he was just noting. He's like, I on the eighth, like the, on the 80th floor of this building, like high up, there is a minion. There's a prayer service, and the men who are Orthodox who work at Bloomberg will show up at like two in the afternoon to pray. And he's just like, you have to understand what that looks like for everyone else in the building. Is like you walk past, you're in, you're in Bloomberg headquarters, one of the biggest companies in the world that has real control and power over like the sway of things in Manhattan. And there's just a room of Orthodox Jews, and they're meeting up every single day. No one else is in the room but Orthodox Jews. What do you think that looks like? <laughs> I mean, but the other thing is it also because like people do get like business opportunities through the Jewish community and just by being in the room with people. It's like it's not wrong. Shul is networking. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's all it is. You know, you know, it's also like fucked up is like a lot of people, especially like, you know, minorities and people who live in like, you know, the Bronx or like Brooklyn or whatever. Their only experience with Jews is their Hasidic landlords. And they're all pieces of shit. Hey, and I'm not saying because hey, they're Hasidic. I'm not say saying because they're, they're I'm not, not saying say because all. I'm not saying because they're Hasidic. I'm saying because they're landlords. <laughs> Both like are not landlords. Sure. I don't know. Landlords in general. I've never heard somebody say, "Yeah, I love my landlord." Yeah, you're not going to hear someone say they love their landlord. They don't love 
not every landlord is. I've evil. heard everybody who I met from the city has complained about their landlord. That's my point. Okay, maybe yeah. they're not. Maybe they're not all pieces I of shit. Know. I'm not going to position myself to fight against this because most of them probably are. But that is that is yeah. sad that if someone's only relationship to religious Jews is that their landlord is a Hasid who is currently mm-hmm. fucking their only relationship to Jews. At all. If you live in New York, dude, I'm sorry, but your only relationship to Jews cannot possibly be just your landlord. That's insane. I mean, where would you, where else would you meet them? If you fucking you go to high school in the Bronx, dude, and... there's seven million Jews in New York City. Okay. Every everyone knows someone who's Jewish. If you live in New York, eventually. I mean, people listen. I've met people who you know they do stand up comedy and actually know a lot of Jews, but they're like growing up. I I never met a Jew. Growing up in know. New York. Yeah. I'm I'm honestly surprised to hear that. They were like, yeah, and there was my landlord. That was like the only. The only Jew I knew was the landlord. I guess that's not crazy because, I I mean, Orthodox Jews grow up in New York, and I'm sure none of them have ever met a fucking Puerto Rican or a Dude, and even if, if, like, you meet them, you walk by them in the store or whatever. Dude, so many of my Jewish friends, they have – I mean, they'll have, like, work friends of, like, their, you know, their their colleagues or whatever, but they don't hang out with non-Jews. All their friends are Jewish. Low-key, one of the – one of my least favorite things about growing up from. And there's a lot of good things about growing up from. Growing up religious, but that was I hated that. I mm-hmm. hated that all of my friends. I'm like, they're all one thing. They're all we all white, look exactly Ashkenazi the same. Kids. We all look like me and you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every single person's like, is that your brother? No, just a Jew, just yep. a white, balding Ashkenazi Jew. Yeah, it's really sad, man. I I, I looked at hopefully not balding so, in high school. I was really I started thin. Yeah, look, I'm, I still got something here, but like, I'm doing okay. You're yeah, pretty good. Yeah, because I take the med, the meds. Yeah. Um, but. I, yeah, I started thinning in eleventh grade, but I, I used to watch TV, and I would be so jealous because I'd be like, you know, every every Disney show, even they make sure that there's there's a black character, there's an Asian character, like that diversity thing. But like any show that was set in a high school, I would just be sitting there like, I wonder what that's like to have friends that aren't exactly the same as you. Wow, yeah. that must be nice. I wonder what black people smell like. <laughs> I want to touch their hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real though For real For real It's like So annoying The, the yeah. homogeny of it Yeah And then they And then fucking Jews What do they do They moved to New York We all decided to move to mm-hmm. New York We made the Lower East Side And then eventually Brooklyn our, our bitch And we still don't know Anyone else but Jews mm-hmm. We're so insane mm-hmm. Bro Get out there I, I feel like Stand up crazy Have you because of stand up Met way more Different types of people 100% I mean I also When I went to Binghamton I purposely Binghamton like 99% white Uh No No I mean it's Pretty white And pretty Jewish But there's a lot of diversity No I definitely But New York City comedy Is hella diverse yeah, for sure. No, I definitely meet a lot of very different kinds of people doing comedy. But also in Binghamton, I purposely isolated myself from the Jewish community the first couple of years. I was like, I don't want to go to any Jewish events. Nice. I just want to be among the goyim. Amongst you know? the goyim. Just amongst the goyim. I'm just another goyim. That'd be a good name for, for a comedy special, Among amongst the Goyim. The go- among the goyim? Yeah. Among us. Like, yeah. <laughs> but And then like like towards the end of my time there, I started getting back into like Chabad or whatever. But um. At the beginning, I was like, I was like, like kind of mil- like militant. If people asked me to do a Jewish thing, I'd be like, Man, I would like stick my nose Dude. in it. Like, I don't want. I don't, like, I was like, so I was just annoyed. I was like, so like, like, just like pressured from like all from being in you know modern Orthodox Jays day school yeshiva and then YU. I was like, I gotta not do this, right? You know, no, dude, I'm so with you on that. I'm like yeah. really with you on that. I never did that. Even yeah. now, my life is. I lead a decently. You know, most of my friends are secular, but like. 
I'm so entrenched still in in the Orthodox world, for better and for worse. There yeah. are aspects of that that I really like. You know, I like that. But, but I totally feel that. Like going to college, being like, I'm free to do what I want. I need to get it. Like I need to, I need to stew with the game for a bit before I can yeah, re-enter yeah. Juland. I get that. I get that so much. Hundred percent. We got. We got to get we gotta going go. soon. We got to go. Um, I want to practice my set. Yeah. Let's. Let's. I don't want to feel like we're running. No. Um, no. So. We can call it here. This has yeah, been fun. Let's, let's call it here. Um, this was this was a good time. It's 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 nice. I, I like to do charity work and go on smaller podcasts. Hey, suck a dick.